Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, play-by-play television announcer for the Florida Panthers. We talk everything Panthers and NHL here on the podcast. The podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, so we do want to thank them and advise you as you listen to this podcast to not only spread the word, download, subscribe to your friends, uh, but also take a few moments to listen to our sponsor's message. Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Real Estate Group, Orion of ONA Job Site Solutions, the Sides Foundation, Dave Lister runs it, and it's the fight against pediatric cancer, and BNT Windows. They do a great job with impact windows, so get in touch with Tom and the guys at BNT Windows. Well, it appears we have liftoff. The NHL season as much uh, discussed and talked about and anticipated. Looks like it will start on January 13th. It will be 56 games. Uh, teams will play in their home arenas. Uh, whether or not fans are allowed in, that will be um, individual teams, individual cities and jurisdictions. Um, the encouraging thing uh, here in Florida is every other game, for the most part, that has gone on has had fans, whether that's uh, college football. I know football is outdoors. Um, the Dolphins, the Buccaneers, and the Jaguars. But in the NBA, while the Heat have announced for the opener on Christmas Day there will be no fans, uh, they've made no announcement after that. And the Orlando Magic next week are planning on having fans at the opener against the Heat up in Orlando. I believe 4,000 fans, which is in the ballpark of 20 to 25% of capacity. And uh, the Toronto Raptors, who are playing their season over in Tampa, uh, they will have fans as well, nearly 4,000 in the building. So um, I know that the Florida Panthers have gone through very extensive over the last nine months planning, investment, thinking, implementing different systems to keep people safe, um, as many as are allowed, when people do come back to the arena. So, uh, you know, I think it would be terrific if on a safe, limited basis – um, there's fans next month at the Panther home games. As far as the team is concerned, certainly exciting. I know a lot of guys have been in town. Uh, a lot of them have been skating and working out in anticipation of the announcement. Ratko Gudis is now here in Florida. I know Patrick Hornquist is around. Um, and pretty much the whole team is here. So, and you know about the guys that, um, you know, stay here a lot anyway. So, pretty exciting time. Intriguing to see how Joel Quenville in a 10-day period assesses and evaluates particularly what's going to go on up front. Uh, defensively, you know, you kind of figure it is what it is with a tweak here and there. Uh, Weger and Ekblad, which, you know, both those guys took great strides under Quenville last year. Weger obviously made the huge jump up. Um, Ekblad, excellent plus minus. Um, logged the big minutes again. Had a career high in points and assists. If he goes back to his normal goal scoring, he was still getting his shots. They just, you know, for whatever reason, one of those years they just didn't go in. Um, you know, if he has his normal goal scoring year, I think Aaron Ekblad's a 50-point guy uh, right around there. So uh, that'll be the top pair. You have to figure Nudavara with his two-way um, sound game um, and defensively structured game, partly because of the way he's come up playing hockey. Uh, I think that's been ingrained in him. You have to think he finds its way on that on that second pair and gets some big... Um, big defensive minutes and big penalty kill minutes. Uh, who his partner is, you know, you lean, I think, towards Schrallman, uh, who was second pair last year. Um, and then you have Yandel and Gudis playing together. 
perhaps Stillman, the extra defenseman. Um, certainly he could push for playing time, and it looks like they will have a taxi squad, so maybe you go eight defensemen. That's a possibility where you would think, anyway, it would be Prisky and Keeper um, that would be battling for, for that spot, but I'm not sure if the taxi squad is bigger. Maybe you end up keeping nine defensemen up on the team, and then maybe both those guys make it. So uh, that's the way you look at that blue line and goal, Bobrovsky, Drieger, Montembeau, assuming Again, with a taxi squad, you keep a third goalie around. You know, games are going to be so jammed in with the schedule. Um, You know, every team is going to have some interesting decisions there to make in net. Uh, How much do you push your guy? You know, Bobrovsky is used to playing a ton. And the beauty of the short season, I think, for the Panthers is they can get this defensive game down, you know, play soundly in front of the net to start this thing. And we even saw this last year in a year that Bobrovsky, um, you know, kind of had an off year. We saw stretches three weeks, a month at a time, where Sergei Bobrovsky was unbelievable. I remember that stretch during that homestand in December at the BB&T Center. Uh, if the Panthers scored just a few goals and maybe if the schedule wasn't so tough, remember they played Tampa and Boston, um, and they came up short in games where Bobrovsky was just incredible. Um, you know, he gets hot for three weeks, four weeks during this 16-week season, suddenly that's a quarter of the season. So very intriguing there, and the real intrigue comes up front. You have to think on the wings, where there are so many, I think, interchangeable parts, besides Huberdeau and probably the newly signed, and what a great situation that is. You're getting a very highly motivated player in Anthony Duclair. Um... You know, was looking for more money. Instead, gets about the same as he got last year on a one-year deal. 20-goal guy last couple of seasons. Great opportunity to play here. I would think, as far as pairs, Huberdeau with Barkov, Duclair with Wenberg. My personal opinion, that's pretty set. Probably Achari with Verhage. And I'm just thinking off the top of my head, a guy like Vinny Hinestroza, who I happen to like a lot, Got a motor that just does not stop. Something this team needs. I got to think he and Nolachari would really complement each other well. So th- th- those are my thoughts on it. I also think this year, um, maybe more than any other year with the Panthers, you will not be able to label the lines with numbers. I think there'll be certain nights, and we saw this from Quenville last year, where Nolachari would play 16, 17 minutes. Uh, you know, I think a- after Huberto and Barkov, who will always get their minutes especially because of power play time and, you know, Barkov because of some penalty killing time. Uh, after that, I just think it's going to be pretty wide open. Um, night to night, no hesitation on who you can use because I think a lot of these players are very similar. So those are my thoughts maybe on some, you know, duos that will play together. Um, but that, that's just me. We'll see what happens in camp. Obviously, after that, you've got Vetrano um, and you've got Conley. And, you know, Sarla is in there. Um, and then Tippett and Denisenko with the two wild cards. And the big question is who's going to play with Huberdeau and Barkov? Uh, you know, look, a lot of players have had success playing with those guys. Going back, you know, with Yager and then Bugstad, obviously Dadnoff, even in spurts when Colton Sevier was put up there. Achari went with Huberdeau at times. Remember with Trocek last year on that line? Um, Vetrano got a couple of games there. That one didn't work out quite as well, but I just think it's a huge opportunity. Uh, not sure how Joel Quenville is going to approach it. Has a lot of options, but very interesting if he 
you know, pick someone to be that top line right winger and just sticks with them? Or do you kind of, you know, give a number of guys um, those opportunities? So no exhibition games to play, uh, apparently. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, right from the get-go. And I got to tell you, if you can get someone that will not hesitate to let that puck go and not make that extra pass, playing with Huberdeau and Barkov, um, they've got some guys with some real, real quick releases. I'm not sure if they switched Duclair from left wing over to right and put him up there. Uh, we know about Tippett. Can he do the rest of the job defensively and play the sound game? Because tell you what, if Huberdeau and Barkov make some of those great passes, I mean, Owen Tippett can bury it. He's got that very quick release. Um, so they got some guys that have that type of release. I'm not sure Sarla could go from basically, you know, healthy scratch in the in the uh, bubble over the summer to first line right wing. Uh, he was scoring plenty of goals in Liga over in Finland for whatever that's worth. Um, so they, it's going to be interesting to see at this forward position. And just off the top of my head, I would think Verhage gets the center spot. Um, you know, Wenberg, Barkov, Achari, Verhage. Uh, but you never know there either. I mean, remember last year, Sarla was playing some games in the middle. Uh, Henestroza hasn't really much in his NHL career and is on the smaller side to play center, so I don't think they'll go with that. Um, and again, with that expanded roster, possibly, uh, does a guy like Lusterine and make it? And if he does, does he grab a spot? I mean, this is a guy with a lot of talent and certainly, uh, you know, has played his 50 games or so in the AHL, so... Uh, and Yuho Lamico is a guy on a two-way deal. You figure he goes to the AHL. But if they're going to keep as many as a handful of players, um, instead of one extra forward, you may have two or three extra forwards. And the guy I'm real excited to see just from a fun standpoint is, uh, is Lomberg. I mean, this guy, not much known about him, but he is tough as nails. Uh, he gets a two-year contract, one-way deals, uh, brings that nasty physical element. The Panthers are going to need it. Some of the games they're going to play against some of the teams. And we'll see how much he, uh, instead of his 13th or 14th, how much he gets in 12th. I will tell you, you know, a line of Achari, Hinestroza, and Lomberg would um, re really be something to watch. There'd be a buzz going on, especially if Gudis is on the ice with him. So, uh, you know, certainly Bill Zito has done the most he could with money. Um, I think the money was there to spend. Uh, smartly, and he just made some really good deals. Made some really quality uh, signings. What I like is most of the guys they got are in their primes, young guys for the most part, and most of them are on one-year deals. A few are on two-year deals, but all highly motivated coming in here, um, both as players, of course, because you don't make it to be a pro if you're not motivated, but also when it comes to money and contracts. So, Kind of like the situation, intrigued by it. Um, the division, if the top four teams make it, I think the Panthers are a uh, are a playoff contender, especially if they can get um, you know the defensive play to be tighter in front of the net. So, very exciting. Finally, here on the Goldie on Ice podcast, a little something to talk about as far as actual hockey is concerned. Uh, hope you're all safe. Happy Hanukkah to those of you that celebrated. Um, still celebrating. Uh, Merry Christmas to those coming up. Happy New Year and happy holidays to everybody. And uh, look for our games back on TV in a few weeks. We hope to be able to see you at some point, if not at the beginning, at the BB&T Center. And really appreciate uh, your support. So a couple of minutes here, a couple of words from our sponsors, who without them the podcast would not be possible. 
Our producer, as always, does a great job, Brett Markowitz. And we'll have plenty more coming up here on the podcast as it appears hockey season is ready to go. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954 594 5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954 922 8660 online at com. They also handle hauling if you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material. They handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management. 